Welcome to Negotiation with Alice, your negotiation podcast. I am here to answer all your questions about anything and everything negotiation-based. It can be about something with your children, your spouse, your friends, your colleagues, your family, your parents. Come on the show, ask me a question, and I will give you negotiation advice. Welcome to the show. Today, I've got Terrell here, and Terrell, please introduce yourself. Hi, yes. My name is Terrell, currently in Minneapolis, Minnesota, a U.S. Army vet, self-proclaimed foodie, and a wanderer. uh, Traveling is my passion, and whenever I'm not spending time with my family, uh, I'm on the road traveling and just scooping up new adventures. Happy to be here. Great. Welcome. Welcome to the show, and you know, I, I love wandering around and traveling too. So I totally yeah. get that passion. I have the same, the same. So Terrell, I believe that you've got a personal negotiation question. You sure. want to let our listeners know what that is? Okay. Just a bit of context. Uh, my wife and I uh, were dating why we resided in separate cities. Uh, but when COVID-19 hit, uh, we made the decision for me to relocate uh, back to Minneapolis temporarily uh, since at the time I was working remotely, but uh, during my time here in Minneapolis, uh, we've got married and we bought a home and adopted another dog. Um, however, uh, unfortunately, I lost uh, my job and I'm not sure if it was related to my remote work arrangement, maybe because I was maybe out of territory. So I'm sort of feeling the need to return to Chicago that's where my professional network is. That's where I have sort of my, my new friends uh, and things like that. And I kind of miss that atmosphere of Chicago. So the question is, you know, every, every time I sort of bring this up with my wife, there's a little bit of tension there. So I'm looking for some ways to sort of navigate this conversation. So that's why I'm here today. Great. So what I would advise is in this, you know, slightly complex, right? It's not just one simple thing, right? So this is fantastic because I can coach you through it on the call. What I'd like for you to think about are the list of the pros of why you would want to move there. Aside from like, okay, I've got networks there, but what are some of the reasons why moving there for you trumps staying where you are, Mm -hmm. whether it's more job opportunities or um, higher salary or, you know, a better job because you've got closer connections, right? Write all those Mm -hmm. down. And then I also want you to think about what are her interests, right? And so one of the things that I coach on is position versus interest-based negotiations and position by position, it means what is your stance, And so your stance would be, or your position would be, oh, I would like to relocate to Chicago. And perhaps your wife's position would be, I don't want you to, right? And then when people are fighting over positions, you can kind of see how it is difficult to resolve. However, I want you to start shifting the conversation to more of an interest-based negotiation. So you're going to think about your own interests first. What are all the reasons? why that's better. Then I want you to think about what are all the reasons why she wants what she wants, like deeper reasons than, well, I just want you to stay here, right? Then I want you to start looking at that. And I want you to try to find some kind of overlap between the two of your interests. And then based on that information, you can start to create 
a resolution or a solution that works for both of you. Now, while you're thinking about her interests, you're probably going to understand better, like what does she want and why she wants it. And so when you're creating these solutions for yourself, the idea is to have a situation where you have incorporated something of what she wants as well as something that you want. So let's just make it very simple. And let's say, okay, for instance, um, you want to move there. And let's say that you're trying to push for that. Then my question would be, what can you give in to her? What's important enough to her in your married life that if she gets this other thing, <laughs> then she would say, it's fine. Like, it's fine for you to move. Can you think right now, sort of offhand, what some of those things bargaining chips might be? So what I'm asking you to do is to come up with more things to bargain with rather than just you relocating to Chicago. Okay. Uh, what comes to mind, initially comes to mind is sort of co-locating. Um, you know, before our COVID, we were traveling back and forth. And she travels quite a bit for work as, as well. Um, when I was working, I traveled too. So um, what was nice is that those weekends were even that much more special because we finally found the time to hang out. And so I think um, assuring her that, you know, whenever I can get back, Minneapolis to Chicago is a 45-minute flight. And if you can book it ahead of time, it turns out to be a bit cheaper. So I could make arrangements where, I'm back either every other weekend or she comes out to Chicago. She loves to uh, wine and dine too. And Chicago has some great restaurants. So that might give her a chance to sort of mix up things in her life, get outside too. Um, and then of course, guarantee her I'm here for the holidays and things like that. She doesn't have to worry about that. So maybe co-location, um, holidays and weekends, maybe something that uh, I can put on the table also. Those sound really excellent, uh, particularly if you can make it the more concrete, the better, right? Because if you just say, oh, well, we can just go back and forth. But being concrete to say every other weekend like you did okay. is fantastic. Um, you know, offering that you can go and, hey, we can go out to the restaurants and go see some theater, right? Yeah. That kind of thing, whatever yeah. things are interesting to her. ever wondered how do I get my spouse to do more of their share of the chores or you figure how can I convince them to go on this vacation you're basically negotiating so if you'd like to get better at negotiation so that you can have better outcomes in your life please check out Alice's negotiation courses you can find them at negotiationwithalice.com. Please visit my website, come and join and be a part of our small group negotiation course, and I will get your negotiation chops a lot sharper. Do you think that part of her um, response might be something to do with well who's going to care for our dogs because i heard you say sure. something about having pets right sure 
Yes, yes. And that's it. I'm glad you brought that up because not only are the, the, the pets are here, but my father-in-law lives with us also. And usually when my wife and I travel, um, our father-in-law kind of take care of the pets. So, but the thing is, of course, that he's getting up in age and she's going to be worrying to make sure that he's sick. So we'd have to arrange where we can have uh, either someone from her family or from my family check in on both. Uh, my father-in-law and the pets. So that's certainly something. If I would address that, I believe that would show her my, I should say it, my, you know, I'm sensitive to the things that are important to her and then I'm bringing something to the table. So it's just not all about me. Yes, absolutely. And the more research that you can do to find out, hey, I found a sitter or I found someone who can, you know, check in or a friend or a family member, right? So the more upfront work that you do to prepare, the better it will be because then it shows her that not only are you spitballing some random ideas, but that you actually put some effort into researching it. You've discovered that X, Y, and Z is a feasible solution to the issue. And then what you want to do is you want to, instead of just going down this path of like arguing back and forth, just say, I've got some ideas. Let's sit down. I'd like to present a couple of options for you. And I'm happy to hear what your feedback is. Then you're going to present the entirety of the package to say, if I were to move, here's what that looks like. I've got this covered, this covered, this covered. I've thought this all through, right? And then there's another, maybe potentially another option, which is here's what happens if I don't move. And maybe you think through what that looks like and make sure that because that particular one doesn't have what you want, make sure you add something in there that's for you because you're giving up something for her. Give me an example what that might be. Um, well, so if you were to stay there, you are, it's what, it's not what you prefer, right? It's what she prefers. Sure. Correct. Yes. yes. So then what things can, do you feel like you could ask for that would even out the playing field? Meaning, okay, she's getting something of what she wants. I'd like to ask for something what I'd want in this particular option if she chooses that. Hmm. Right. So that it's never yeah. going to be about, you get everything or she gets everything. Sure. It's about if you come with me to Chicago, here's everything I'm going to give you. If I stay here, here's what I'm going to ask for. Well, I've never considered that. I've never considered that. What what I would ask for if I was to stay. Yes. Well, wow. that's just certainly food for thought there. Because you want to make sure it's an even trade. Otherwise, you're the reason why people get to a standstill or an impasse is because, for example, you probably were feeling like, oh, I'm giving everything up and I'm not getting anything in return for it, <laughs> right? Yes. If, if you could think about what is valuable enough to you that it's worth you making the choice to stay there, then you put in the request for that and say, if if I stay here, here's what I would like because mm-hmm. I'm conceding the move to you. And mm-hmm. so what I would like is for this. And that way, You both feel good about it. You want to make sure that when you're making those two offers to her, that emotionally for you, it does not matter which one she chooses. You want to make sure that you can go to sleep at night, put the two offers on the table and say you can think about it and that you're not staying up at night worrying that she's going to pick the wrong one. They (laughs) need to feel equivalent to you emotionally. So you can say either one is okay with me because I know that I've loaded up enough stuff that I'm asking for in the second option that we're good. Right. Yes, yes, yes. And then when she comes back, she might say, I want option A or I want option B. Or she might say, I want option A, but with some tweaks 
to this deal. And that's okay. You're diving right back in, but now you're already closer to the thing that you're trying to resolve for. I see. I see. Wow. That's excellent. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, uh, thank you. I, these are some things I'd never considered. Um, but it's nice to have an approach and I'm glad that, uh, you pushed me to make things more concrete. Um, oftentimes, uh, I mean, these can be small frivolous things around the house or she tends, she tends to be a lot more concrete when it comes down to dates and times. And I, I'm a little bit loose on things and that really irritates her. So I know now, especially for something that this, you know, that's really this big, this huge between us two, this is, you know, a monumentous move that I need to be concrete and more uh, thought, uh, put more thought into what I need to say to her. So I appreciate that. Definitely. Yes, you might want to think of it as if you're buying a car and I'm selling you the car and I go, well, I mean, the AC kind of works, but maybe it doesn't. Right. But like you want to buy it because I'm telling you that most of the time it works and you want to know, like, well, I want to know that it works all the time. So in the same sense, when you're making offers about I'll come back every so often, what does every so often mean? Give a very specific thing so that it's measurable. So okay. that either one of you can start to say, hey, this is not the thing that I agreed to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if you say once in a while, then what you think is once in a while, she may think this is not once in a while, right? Sure. So if you're able to make concrete offers, it helps people measure to say, this is the deal that we agree to versus this is no longer the deal that we agree to. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Thank you, Terrell, for being on the show. Thank you for tuning in to Negotiation with Alice, your negotiation podcast. It's been a pleasure having you be part of the conversation. Please hit like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed my podcast, Negotiation with Alice, and are interested in working with me to level up your negotiation, communication, and persuasion skills, please check out ShekinahNegotiationAcademy.com. That's Shakina spelled S-H-I-K-I-N-A, NegotiationAcademy.com. See you on the next podcast.